What's going on, everyone? We are back. Well, I am back again for another season of Spuddy's Quick Picks. You already know who I am. I'm Spuddy McKee. Back with Buds and Sports for the 2022 NFL season. We are here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for another football season. And I got the quick picks for you. Um, For those that don't know, I'm going to go through the week's schedule. See who's playing. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna try to keep it brief between both teams. Kind of give the what their situation is. Then I'm gonna say who's gonna win the heads up situation, and then I'm gonna read off the spread and see who's gonna basically cover. How it goes is, um, I might go this team wins but doesn't cover the spread, so the spread goes to the other team, or this team wins and covers the spread, so. Um, I mean, as the episode goes on, you'll, you'll kind of get the gist of how it goes, but yeah, every week, all the way up until the end of the week, I don't really do the playoffs. I mean, I could, but this is mainly for regular season. If you want to, um, you know, dabble into some other stuff that uses your money. Don't blame me though. Cause I'm just kind of giving my opinion cause Hey, I'm doing the same thing too. So you know, we're all in the same boat here. We're all trying to, you know, enjoy some good old football. But also, hey, get some rewards. And with that note, let's start with the first game of the NFL season. For the first game of the 2022 NFL season, we got the... Hey, it's starting off with a nice one. We got the Buffalo Bills versus Los Angeles Rams. As you all know, Los Angeles Rams, Los Angeles Rams, whoo, are the defending Super Bowl champions. And the Buffalo Bills could have... Hey, they could have been, you know, a possible opponent to the Rams in the Super Bowl this past year. Obviously, it's the Bengals. But this could be a showdown later on. Maybe a Super Bowl showdown. Who knows? But um, we got the Bills. Josh Allen and friends are coming back. Um, did they lose any? I know they lost a few players on the offense, but also gained. So I don't think they made too much strides backwards when it comes to the bills. I mean, they, they should be good. They, I want to say they kept majority of the core. You got some also young players in that receiving core that are, that are looking to break out like Gabe Davis. I want to say Isaiah um, McKenzie is another one. Um, also got um, Jameson Crowder, just in case if they need a veteran presence. But you know they got they got my candidate for best receiver in the NFL, Stephon Diggs. He's still there. He's gonna bring some ruckus to this offense. So um, also got um, Delvon Cook's younger brother, James Cook, as a rookie for the running back. So. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see if anything changes for the Bills and are able to produce like they did last year. Um, as for the Rams, um, star-studded team last year, did they lose some key players this year? They did. Um, Novon Miller on the defensive side. Um, Odell Beckham is still injured, so he's still in free agency. So there's a possibility he comes back. Um, that Robert Woods trade where um, they sent him to Tennessee, but they're able to get Allen Robinson into the mix. So that's another plus. Van Jefferson should be coming back too, as well as their third. Um, also, you got the best receiver last year in Cooper Cup. Will he produce his dominance again and try to go for another triple crown? Triple crown as in 
touchdowns for receivers, receptions as a receiver, and receiving yards as for a receiver. Who knows? But, I mean, I know Cooper Cup and Diggs are arguably in the top five, arguably meaning you could just, like, everyone's top five could be different, but it makes sense if one is over the other based on opinion. As for the defense, um, other than some other names uh, leaving, um, you still got the foundation as in Aaron Donald. Um, I want to say he extended his contract for another three years, so he's gotten paid. Um, Jalen Ramsey's still in the mix. Uh, Those are your main defensive presence um, there, at least big name-wise. So, yeah. Who do I think is going to win is the question. Um, I'm going actually with the Bills this this matchup. Um, I think um, there's always the little stigma, I guess, of Super Bowl winning teams just starting off a little slow. So I think that plays in the, plays in the part. I, do I think they're not going to bring it the first game? It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying they might end up with a loss in a very, very close game. So I got the Bills winning this one. Uh, the spread is actually making the Bills um, the favorites in this game. Uh, two and a half point spread for the Bills. I think the Bills will cover it. No, um, no problem because all you need is a field goal. And I feel like that's how um, the game is going to be played out where last play of the game is a field goal for the win oh i also forgot to do over unders this time uh my mistake but i could do it on the fly i had it all typed out of all my spread my spreadsheet and everything like that but the over under for this game is 53 and a half wait 53 points sorry about that um i think it'll go over i think this game goes over trust trust the process um let me type that in over over 53 got you yeah i'm gonna mess up this episode a little bit more than usual because i forgot to write in the over numbers but i got bills winning they cover their spread over 53 all right time for the first sunday of the nfl start off with the morning games got some nice matchups some divisional games too this this week and starting that off we got the new orleans saints versus the Atlanta falcons and division rival game uh falcons new face marcus mariota taking over for matt ryan that went to the colts we don't know what's gonna happen um are we gonna get a taste of the nfl uh the Fal- Atlanta falcons new offense this weekend yes i just don't know how they're gonna fare they do got drake london coming in first rounder so we'll see what type of president he brings to the table kyle pitts going in for his second year uh produced good numbers just didn't get in the touchdown um in the end zone as much as we wanted him to be last year so hopefully that does change um but other than that um I'm not expecting much from the Falcons this year. Definitely a rebuild, I want to say. Yeah, on both sides. But do I think they have some tricks up their sleeves? Yes, I I actually do. They still have Cordell Patterson. Um, I don't know how they're going to use him this year. I mean, last year he was an explosive cat. Won me some fantasy games. Um, But how do teams prepare for him since they've, been exposed to him now and what he could do on the Falcons. I'm not too sure. Um yeah, they did get some other pieces on the receiver, Brian Edwards, um underutilized um cat from Raiders. So let's see if maybe he goes into a second or third receiver role um and do some damage. Um other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it the Falcons. As for the New Orleans Saints uh, Jameis Winston should be coming back from his ACL injury. Um, I think he bounces back definitely. I mean, he started last year pretty damn good. 
but you still saw some glimpses of Winston, typical Winston things about throwing interceptions and touchdowns. That's just who he is, though. That's the thing. That's who he is. And that, at the end of the day, he does produce wins like that. And if you were winning football games like that, keep them coming. But I, I always think he does come focus. Say what you want about his off-season routines and how he preps. It, it gets him to where he needs to be all the time. Like, like that man, it, it seems kind of goofy, but he's not playing around. Like, he's taking it serious. He, he is a, a fun-hearted guy, I feel like, all the time. But this is him being very, very serious. So I think he brings that energy into um, this this game again, kind of like how he did last year. He, he is the clear-cut starter. Um, so let him get him in his, in his groove again. Trust him with the ball. And you, they got a great defense to, you know, if – some mistakes do happen. That defense could definitely hold it down. So I think it's the perfect situation for them. They also dealt with a lot of injuries too with the Saints. So the bounce back is there. Um, I'm liking Saints this this matchup. They'll cover their five and a half point spread that they're giving them. Now the over under is forty two and a half. Um, I think it'll be under that. I think it'll be like a 30-10 game. Just right under it. So I got the I got the Saints um winning this one, covering their five and a half point spread under forty two and a half points. Yeah. Alright. Up next we got the 49ers versus the Chicago Bears. Um, as with Chicago Bears, didn't have the brightest season last year. Justin Fields, uh, I want to say it wasn't his fault last year. Matt Nagy was part of that team. We, in, in the general podcast, we've been chatting for fire Matt Nagy and it happened. It happened. I mean, it sounds mean, but we, we just knew the direction the team had to go beyond Nagy because he just wasn't producing success after Trubinsky, um was kind of like um, didn't pan out to what he wanted to and yeah it led to kind of his demise um, Bears still I feel are going to be in a shaky place but new team new identity we'll see where it goes um, lost Camilo Mack also in a trade so um I think Chicago Bears are going to be one of those units that kind of struggle throughout the year, but still are willing to put up a fight because of what their identity is. But um, we'll see how that offensive line improves, and we'll see how Justin Fields improves because those two go hand in hand. If the offensive line doesn't improve, Justin Justin Fields' improvement will um, stall. And we'll see from that. As for the 49ers, um, they finally are moving on from Jimmy G as starter. He's still within the team. It's just they're going with Trey Lance as the starter now. So a different type of quarterback, I feel. One that provides a little bit more opportunity for success for the offense as a whole. So we'll see what happens with this 49er offense. They got weapons. They're able to get Debo Samuels for an extension, get him paid. There's thoughts of that guy getting traded. He wanted out. But they're able to save um, the relationship and get him signed on, which is really, really good for the Niners. Um, They're going with Elijah Mitchell as they're leading back. A lot of potential there. But for some reason, 49er running backs love to get injured. So we'll see how long they all last throughout the whole season. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I hope, I hope produces great numbers like his rookie year because last year was a weird season for Brandon Ayuk and the rest of the coaching uh, staff. A lot of um, 
I don't know what to say, basically, what happened with that whole situation. It was weird. I didn't like it. They should have gave Ayuk, um, I don't know, like I said, I don't know how to explain that situation. They should have, you know, really talked with Ayuk and got him going because, you know, they really put him on the back burner. But he fought through it, and he's still on the team. And I think he's going to break out this season. But going to the spreads, uh, I got 49ers winning. The spread is negative uh, seven points because um, 49ers are the favorites. I'm going with that. I think I think the 49ers recover that. Uh, over under, it's going to be 41. I think we'll be under 41. I really do think we'll be under. We don't know too much about, um, basically what the bears are going to be and what Trey Lance is going to bring to the table. So I'm going to say a low scoring game to be safe, but I think the 49ers win. They still have a great defense that shouldn't change. So yeah, 49ers take the dub. Another divisional game we got here. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Cincinnati Bengals. Super Bowl runner-ups, Bengals. Uh, did some work in the offseason. The biggest problem was their offensive line, allowing the most sacks in the NFL, like 51-52, something around there. They went in the offseason and said, if we have the worst line, the least we could do is make it right in the middle, on paper at least. And that's what they did. So um, this is definitely going to help help out Joe Burrows, that boy. Um, going to give some more time in the pocket, let things develop down the field, which is already dangerous enough with this team. So um, we'll see as the season goes on how this line that got put together um, produces. I think that I think it'll, they'll be a top ten unit personally. But we'll see because, I mean, sometimes the pieces ain't right. But, hey, at least they're going to be right in the middle of the pack, I feel. Um, they did lose some pieces on defense, but they real the, their strong suit is with the offense. So if as long as the offense is scoring points, then the defense just has to bend, not break. So uh, losing um, – a few people on the defensive line that really uh, developed a lot of sacks for them last year. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, they lost CJ Usman. Usman Yada. Usman. I said Usman like the fighter. Um, basically, their tight end, their former tight end, went to the Jets. But they got Hayden Hurston. Hayden Hurston. I am terrible with names, but he is finally getting a starter role and I think is just um, going to finally get the opportunity to start and produce some good numbers because he's been on the Ravens. Obviously, Mark Andrews is there. And when he went to the Falcons, Kyle Pitts was there. So he's always been like a second um, tight end on the depth chart. So this is a real opportunity for him to um, shine and be that tight end and be the security blanket if things aren't right for the Bengals. As for Pittsburgh, um, Ben Rossberger finally retired. He is not a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers now. So we don't know what's going to happen in Pity, Pity Town. Um, Trebinsky is looking to be the starter for this offense with Kenny Pickett as their rookie backup. So we'll see. We'll we'll keep an eye of, you know, the quarterback change if there is one this season. You know, the pressure's on Trubinsky on uh, starting um at a new place and see if he can produce. He's got some good weapons around him. He's got Deontay Johnson. He's got another um young receiver in the first round, George Pickett. I think it's Pickett Pickett Pickett. <sighs> There's two pickets on the team, I think. So that's why it's a little confusing. I can't I can't read for shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, y'all. But they got Najee Harris. They got they they got some interesting weapons around them out in Pittsburgh. Chase Claypool. So um 
yeah, we'll see what the Pittsburgh are able to produce with um, on the offensive side with um, Trubinsky under center. They still got a great defense. It's just what is the offense going to do? And we knew we know how sluggish the offense was last year, just because Big Ben couldn't really throw the ball like that. So, I mean, we'll see. First game of the season, but I got my money on Bengals. They should cover a six point five spread against them. Um, the over under is going to be forty four. I think this is weirdly going to be a high scoring game. So I got over 44. And this is all going for the pit, the Bengals' favor. So, yeah, divisional game should be a good one. Um, Bengals win. Up next, we got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Lions. Um, this is actually going to be a really interesting game because I think this is a very um, – two – Underrated teams, I feel. I mean, a lot of people have high hopes for the the Eagles this season. I think they improved this season. But the Lions, I feel like, are going to surprise a lot of teams this year. I really do. I know last year they lost a lot of games, but I like their head coach a lot. Dan Campbell's a really um, motivating guy. If you haven't seen Hard Knocks with him, um, this is... This is my bias towards the Lions right now because I think they're going to do some damage in um, in the season. Um, yeah, um, Amrod St. Brown broke out last year, so I think he's really gearing up for a sophomore season to really produce some great numbers. Um, hopefully, they 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 can utilize him to his fullest and don't make him so predictable as a receiver. So hopefully that goes good. Um, Jared Goff, um, say what you want about Jared Goff. I think he could play decent to good enough football to get some teams for, for the lions. As long as the, the offensive line does their job, protects Goff, he can, he can, he can make some throws. He can make some throws. Obviously, we've seen it when he was with the Rams when they had their Super Bowl year that they lost. That he he can make certain throws and get get the job done. You know that can't be a fluke for him just to um, have one of the most high scoring offenses. And he was the weak he was the weak part of that offense. So um, we need to give Jared Goff some credit there. Um, DeAndre Swift hopefully he stays healthy this season. And produce some good numbers um, for this team. As for the for the defense, um, they got the number one draft pick, Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to do some work with the um, on defensive line. Uh, defense, I think, is one of their um, weak points of this team. But the thing about them, they always keep fighting. So I think good things are going to happen for the Lions. As for the Eagles. Um, they made some improvements. Um, they got themselves a receiver. They said, why draft a receiver when you could trade for one? They got A.J. Brown in the mix. Um, going um, on the other side is Devontae Smith. He had an up-and-down year. Definitely shows some flashes, though. But with A.J. Brown in the mix, I think Devontae Smith's probably going to have a better season than last year, definitely. Um, Jalen Hurts. Definitely is a statement year right here. Show why he's a starter for the Eagles and they don't need to look for anyone else. Um, I think he could do it, but who knows as the season goes on what people think. Um, Their defense, though, the Eagles defense definitely got a lot better. Their defensive line got better. Their secondary got better. So, um, yeah, Eagles should be a tough team. But going into this matchup... Just because you're a tough team doesn't mean one game you might slip up. And I think these Detroit Lions are going to sh- shock the world and say, hey, guys, we're in it just as much as you guys are. I think the Lions win with the up- upset victory. 
which means they're going to cover their four-point spread because they're giving them four points. But the over-under is 48 and a half points. I don't, I don't know what to score this game. This is going to be um, very, very interesting. Maybe 24-20. I think that's a good score. I think that's a good score indeed. But um, I'm going to play it under then if that's going to be the score. Um, um, yeah, I think Lions definitely do an upset here on the first week of the season. Because this is where a lot – the first four weeks, a lot of crazy things happen. So this is going to be a crazy thing that happens. It's going to shock the whole NFL world. But Lions win. Upset. We got another divisional game. Another divisional game. Got the New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins. Um, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. New, um, new coach too. New identity. So we'll see what this happens for Tua. And the rest of the offense, um, based on their offseason pickups, this is good for them. They got a lot of speed on this offense. How it's going to get utilized, I don't know because there's, there's a lot of different pieces. But Dolphins' offense should be a lot better. This is another statement year for Tua. Um, if he can't produce with this team or there's still doubt in people's mind. With this team, then um, I think Dolphins are definitely going to look for another quarterback soon. But they still maintain a a, a pretty good te- um, defense, so I expect the, um, Dolphins to make the playoffs. They have to make the playoffs this year. We had high hopes for the Dolphins last year; didn't happen. But this year, I think, I think, so. I think some good's going to happen for the Dolphins. As for the Patriots. Um, I don't know what to think about the Patriots. I mean, they they did trade for Devontae Parker, Dolphins' former team. So they got Devontae to Parker on the offensive side, but um they got some they got uh Stevenson and um Harris in the backfield for running back. But um the big question is gonna be the, their offensive line and quarterback play. I did watch some preseason clips for the Patriots, they didn't look too hot. They didn't look too hot at all. Um, Mac Jones looked like he didn't improve. I mean, it showed that he improved in the offseason with his workouts and everything like that, but play-wise, I don't know. It just didn't seem like he improved. Uh, But also the offensive line didn't seem like they improved at all either, so we'll see what happens with the Patriots, but I'm not liking the Patriots right now to be uh, making the playoffs at least. So um, that being said, I think the Dolphins um, win. They'll win by three points, which is their spread. I think they'll definitely cover that. The over and under is 46 and a half. Um, are we in the days of high-scoring offenses now? I don't know. I want to call it under, but something about it tells me they're going to go over it. So I'm going to go over. But um, other than the Rams game, Rams-Bills game, I'm like not sniffing out anything with high-scoring potential. That's just me, you know. We'll see, though. As the weeks go on and we start knowing how teams play, but nothing, nothing so far screams high scoring game, high scoring game, high scoring game, probably later down the line. But right now, no. Other than that, Dolphins win on to the next. We got the Baltimore Ravens versus New York Jets. Um, Jets still a rebuilding process. I feel. Do I think they have good fight in them? Yes, I do think so. But I think most of their problems does rely on the offense and just that whole scenario of did they pick Zach Wilson to be the right quarterback for the situation or was it a flop for them? That's where their big question mark is going to be 
I think, this season. They do provide him weapons, but will protection help him? And can he make the throws? I mean, he did get a little beat up last season where he had to sit out some games, but this season, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm kind of half-half with Zach Wilson right now because, I mean, there's moments when Mike White came in slaying the ball, and it's like, well, let Mike White play. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, they got some young cats on the team. They got Bryce Hall, Brees Hall, and um, I want to say Garrett Wilson is the name. Yeah, a lot of potential. You got a young guns on this offense as well to grow with Zach Wilson if he's going to be that guy. So the potential is there on the offense, but it's all about just producing points. They're one of the lower scoring teams of last year. So, yeah, definitely got to score some points to win some games. As for the Ravens, all last year they got hit with injuries. It was kind of abysmal of how bad <laughs> the Ravens' injury problem was. Hopefully, we don't see that again. I mean, so far, so good the preseason. Um, they really only lost their mascot. <laughs> they had to make a report about that. But, yeah. Um, Lamar Jack- Jackson looked like he was in the gym this year. Really bulked up. I don't know how that's going to affect his play, but hopefully it's for the better rather than worse. Um, hopefully um, the run game doesn't lose all their running backs and they have to go searching for running backs again. So, yeah, they are without Marquise Brown. Um, he went to Cardinals. So um, Bateman's going to be the number one. And um, Devin... I know his last name ain't Duval, but in, when I read it, which I'm not very good at reading last names, I want to say Duval, Devin Duval. <laughs> but yeah, those are those are the two starters for this year. They still got Mark and, um, Andrews, and hey, Lamar can still run the ball and not get hit. So there's plus right there. Plus, his Ravens defense is still stacked. Um, I don't think the Ravens should have any problems with the Jets. I think they'll cover a seven-point spread as well. Baltimore winning. Now the over-under is 44.5 points. 44.5 points. I'm going to honestly say we are going under that. I'm just thinking we're going to see a lot more unders or just low-scoring games this the start of this season than seasons before. I, I'm I'm just having a, um, I don't know, gut feeling about that. I feel like um, we're going to slow down the game this, this these first couple of weeks just to kind of start getting, because a lot of teams have new, new players, new coaches. So it's all about just getting their feet wet and getting them comfortable right away. Other than the Bills and Rams team, those are basically teams that have been been like that for years so i don't i wouldn't be surprised they come out out the gate just fucking slanging that shit just fucking throwing touchdowns you know now a lot of these other teams that the you know build up to it and i understand if a lot of these games in the beginning are going to be low scoring smash mouth football but that being said i like ravens they're going to cover and choose the under on this one. Up next, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Washington Commanders. I think this is the first year that Washington is going by the Commanders. So, congratulations, Washington. You finally have, I guess, a true name. Even though I, I, I started liking the Washington football team. I really did. So... Washington Commanders, congrats. Um, Yeah, going through a quarterback change. Carson Wentz is their starter now. He's back in the NFC East, but now for the Washington Commanders. Um, I don't know what to think about that change. I don't know what it does. Does 
the Redskins have a line to protect Carson Wentz because that was a problem last year when he was a Colts. Like I know some injuries did happen that the Colts line was kind of beat up, but um, he was he was making some questionable throws. But also, he was like making questionable throws, but also, you know, making game saving throws as well. Like, it was weird watching the Colts last year with Carson Wentz because it felt like he was kind of throwing the game, but also, like, if you kind of like watched it again, he was like, I kind of, kind of saved the team there. I don't know. It was weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was, it was weird. I, I just don't think Carson and Wentz was a good fit for the Colts team. I don't think. But they, he got replaced by Matt Ryan, which is another questionable situation there. But anywho, um, Scary Terry is still their um, number one wide out there. Um, they got Dotson. Um, Logan Thomas, I, hopefully he is healthy for, um, some reps in the tight end position. Antonio Gibson, I still feel like is very underutilized on this team. They really need to go with him. I feel a lot more before they start, you know, going down for the um, past specialists like JD, um, McKissick and others. So, um, have Antonio Gibson on your radar for possible breakout season. You know, it's all about, it's weird how teams like, they're like, we don't want to lose, I utilize this player, but they produce good games for them. It's kind of like, um, what is it? I just had his name in my head, but it kind of went away. Oh, James Robinson. Oh, talking about the Jaguars. James Robinson is one of them. Um, Miles Gaskin is another one for um, a previous team we talked about, Dolphins. There's a lot of cats that I'm like, eh, he's underutilized and didn't get his fair shine. But yeah, I think the commander's defense should bounce back. I don't, I think they um, were um, highly anticipated last season and they just never really um, produced. I think that's had to do with injuries though, so. You know, hopefully a bounce back for this um, commander's defense. As for the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, the Urban Meyer era is over. It only lasted a season, but boy, did it last too long. It lasted way too long. And it's good for the Jaguars to kind of step away from that um, mischief of a season. They can actually play some real football. Um yeah, um, definitely see the Jaguars as a different team than last year. Not so much as a joke. They're actually going to be um, playing, playing, playing hard. Um, defense should be um, pretty decent. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I feel. As for the offense, it should be a lot better than last year. Um, James Robinson. Um, I feel like should be the feature back, but he's injured right now, so it understands. But last year, it's like they didn't want to put their trust into him. But even though they lost um, their rookie running back, um, Travis um, Etney, Etney. Um, but now that James Robinson's coming back from injury from last year, um, Travis Etney can finally start and show why he was a first-round pick last year. So good on them they did give christian kirk a shit ton of money that really um fucked up the receiver market um did i deserve he think he deserved to get paid yes did i think he deserved to get paid that much no because um prior to that he he was always the number two receiver on the cardinals um he he made big plays, but not plays that were like consistent. And that being said, of like a number one receiver. So when he got the number one money, Gi- Jaguars really made a gamble. Like this is going to be our number one receiver, and they really have to go in on Christian Kirk being that guy because you know he paid all that money for him. So he has to produce. He has to. 
But it's all right though, because he he can do that because he has the also the right supporting receivers. Marvin Jones is still a Jaguar, so that's good on him. Um, tight end wise, I think Evan Ingram is a low key great pickup for um, the Jaguars and Evan Ingram himself. Um, he, Evan Ingram was on the Giants, but he got on the team when the team was a struggling offense. So he got p- kind of put on the back burner. Um, he is a receiving tight end. So he's not really going to be doing much blocking. Or if he does block, it's not going to be consistently well. So you utilize him to be a receiving tight end. And I think that will f- fit in the favor of Trevor Lawrence, who had a subpar um, season last year. But I'm blaming a lot of this because of Urban Meyer. I feel like this is a new, refreshed Jaguars team. Do I think they're going to be good all season? No. Do I think they're going to be playing way better than last season? Yes. So, with that being said, um, I got an upset alert. I think the Jackson, Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win. Um, they're giving the Jaguars three points. I, so they're covering it obviously, but the over under is going to be 44. Do I think the over and under is going to be higher or lower? I think it's going to be lower. I'm guessing the score to be 17, 10. I feel like that's what the score is going to be, but I got upset. Jaguars are going to win the commanders. Um, just because um, I picked the, like the the two lowest guys because um, everyone kind of made them a joke last year, and I think they got rid of with well, Lions. You kind of had to wait for that 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 slump to get out of them, and now they got a full season playing together with a new coach, as in Dan Campbell. I think they finally get the vision. And I think they're going to deliver on that vision this year. As for the Jaguars, they just had a bad coaching um, staff last year. And they're going to get produce something way better with who they got now, which is Doug Peterson. So I think they're going to have a NFL-ready coaching staff compared to one that wasn't ready at all. So that's why I'm picking the, the two la- la- last teams last year on producing big in the first game of the season. Jacksonville wins. Up next, we got the Carolina Panthers versus the Cleveland Browns. Possible revenge game for Baker Mayfield, new starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. And Browns, um, I think Jacob Percet is going to be the starter for the Browns since uh, Deshaun Watson is... Uh, suspended for like 11 games. They spent big money on Deshaun Watson. Ends up getting suspended for 11 games. But they got a definitely capable backup as in Jacoby Bursett to produce some wins for them, I feel. So, um, Cleveland Browns still have a, a pretty elite defense. Um, their offense definitely got a little shaken up. Um, obviously OBJ got traded. Jarvis Landry is not on part of this team this year, um, but they do have Amari Cooper on this team. So, um, some, some nice route running there and some nice speed. Uh, Donald Peoples Jones is still a part of this team. So I think he'll be a nice second. Um, and got some other players to really prove themselves in the, um, receiving core at least. I think that will be good throughout the whole season. Uh, I think David Njoku should have a breakout season at tight end as well. And then you got the running back situation in Browns. You got Nick Chubb. Um, Cream Hunt is looking for a trade. So if that possible, I still think they have a capable backup in uh, Dernis Johnson. He showed out when both Hunt and um, Chubb were out. He had some good showing, so... I'm not concerned on that part there. As for the Carolina Panthers, we got Bake Bake at starter. Um, it's still going to be a prove it situation for Bake Bake because he's o- always trying to prove himself. So, yeah, with a new team, he's definitely going to have to. He does have some nice weapons, as in DJ Moore. Um, 
Robbie Anderson as well. Um, Christian McCaffrey is no injury is on him yet. Um, hopefully he stays healthy throughout the whole season because if he is, he's definitely a um, playmaker indeed. The only question is just how good is this Panthers offensive line? Can they um, protect Bake Bake long enough? As for this defense, it's kind of just the average defense in my eyes. They do produce, they do do some stops, but you know, I I view them as a middle of a pack type of defense. I think the Cleveland Browns will win this game. It'll be a close game though, but I think they'll win. Um, they're actually giving Panthers the favorite, so um, I'm going with the underdogs as in the Browns. Um, over under is going to be 41. I think we're going to go higher than that, ladies and gentlemen. I think we are going over 41 and a half points. I don't know the score, but just know that Browns win. Up next, we got the Colts and the Texans division game. Um, like I said earlier, Colts have Matt Ryan at the helm now, but let's not forget Jonathan Taylor, that boy. Uh, the Russian champ by technicality. Um, I still think Justin Taylor is that boy. Um, took him a while to really um, give him the trust as the main back. But now he is considered the main back. He could do full damage for the whole season. The whole season. So we'll see what happens there. Michael Pittman Jr. Jr. should break out. Like, completely this year, I feel. Like, he's going to have some great numbers this year, I feel. So, yeah. Other than that, supporting cast is um, kind of on the weaker side, but has the potential to grow. Alec Pierce should be a nice um, uh, possession receiver, just constantly, like, getting first downs and things like that. So, good on them there. Um Offensive line should be um, poised for a great season as well for the Colts. As for the defense, this defense is elite. They got some playmakers on this team. I think they're, this defense is going to be very underrated. So, yeah. As for the Texans, definitely going to be in rebuild mode. Um, not much happening in Texas lands. Was it Mills as their quarterback? Brandon Cook for... Um, in the Texans uniform for a second year. Um, they got a, another rookie in the in the backfield right now, so we'll see how this all plays out for the Texans. I'm not really looking um, for um, excellent play by the Texans this year. Will they win some games? Yes, but um, they're going to be on the lower um, bottom of the barrel for me this year. As um, the season goes on. I feel like Indy should cover their spread of 8 points. Um, They are going to win the game obviously. Um, Over under is going to be 46 points. We are going under 46 points. I do not think they cover the spread. Yeah. Colts win. Two, three, four, five, six. We got six more games, ladies and gentlemen. Um, was that? The, I want to see something real quick. I want to say, yeah, that this is the first of the afternoon games: Giants versus Texans. Um, Giants over the seasons just have has been going through a lot of problems, mainly on the offensive side of things. Um, I still am surprised that Daniel Jones is their starting quarterback, but, um, tread lightly, Mr. Jones, um, we got to see some mass improvement by you before the end of the season or your time might end in the Meadowlands. Um, but they do have a lot of potential as in the offense as a whole. I mean, the line still needs work on receivers. If they stay healthy, they can produce if they stay healthy. Uh, Saquon's still in the backfield, so they got weapons there. It's just really boils down to their offensive line and quarterback. 
and if the receivers could stay healthy, really. At least for the uh, offense. Defense is, the, they play like a, I want to say a very um, average defense. They they, they could get some turnovers. Um, they could get some sacks. And they, they got um, Kavion, um See, when I read, I hate these names with the, D the Dubex Dubex Dubai, like it's like a French French ending, but when you read it, you want to say something different than what it actually pronounces. But um, he came from Oregon last year. Nice, nice pickup in the draft. I think he should be gaining some sacks this year. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm gonna say Thibodeau. I I don't know. You you look him up, you understand what what I'm talking about when it comes to his last name. It's like a French, you know, it's a French ending last name. As for the Tennessee Titans, um, the real rushing champ, Derrick Henry, he missed eight nine games last season, but he was so ahead of the competition. He could have easily made two thousand yards last year. And been rushing champ. But injuries was the demise of Derrick Henry. Let's see if he could bounce back and not have a injury like he did last year. Um Tanning Hill. Um this this is a statement year for him, or he will be replaced very soon by Malik Willis, who had a very strong pro preseason. And you get him time with the probably the starters. I think he'll he'll do damage and do better than Tannehill. Um, Robert Woods is on the Titans. He should be good to go by week one. Um, they got Trey Burke's um, rookie. I think he's going to be a great number two this season. They picked up um, Austin Hooper, great tight end. So um, the success is there for the Titans. It's just can Tannehill keep the job, really? The pressure's on him to keep the job. If he could do it, cool. If he can't, Malik Willis by week five. Defense is pretty strong for the Titans, too, as well. Um, I got Titans winning this game. The spread is five and a half points against the Titans. And I don't think they'll cover the spread. I think it's going to be a three-point game. That's why. I think it's going to be a three-point game for the Titans and Giants game. Um, over under is going to be, um, 43 and a half points. I think we're going to go over that ladies and gentlemen, not by much, but enough to go over. I got Titans winning up next. We got another divisional game. Packers Vikings, always a great game. Um, Vikings just like to kind of surprise the Packers a lot of the time and, um, steal some wins. And I know I'm going to be telling this early. I think the Vikings are going to pull an upset right here. I think they're going to steal a win from the Packers. Packers love starting off slow in the beginning of the season. We saw it last year. They got destroyed by the Saints last year, but they bounced back. I think, though, Vikings should um, stun the Packers again. Um, Packers uh, lost Devontae Adams, which is, you know, Aaron Rodgers' main main deep threat so Rodgers ha basically has to create a new deep threat friend still got Aaron Jones um, but everyone else on the receiving core is just kind of like not reliable at least to this point so we'll see what type of chemistry he Rodgers builds throughout the season with new faces some old but you know new faces to that main role and I think that's where the problem is going to be because, you know, sometimes Rodgers like, I'm going to throw it and I know Devontae Adams is going to get it. He doesn't have that type of trust this year. So we'll see what happens as the season goes on. Uh, but Packers defense is a pretty solid group. Um, I think they're a top 10 defense and they should be making some stops and turnovers. As for the Vikings, um, Defense, I know, has digressed over the seasons, but going to the offense, 
They got Justin Jefferson. They got Dalvin Cook. They got Adam Thielen. KJ Olsen is going to um, step up in a big part. They got a new offense coordinator. Uh, um, head coach who used to be the offense coordinator of the Rams. So I think that will translate to even more success to his offense. I think Kirk Cousins could do the job. Um, I've always been hesitant about Kirk Cousins, but as a Viking, he's kind of just always performed. I felt so. I think that's all going to go and play against the Packers this year. Like I said, it's going to, it's going to be an upset. Uh, even though Vikings are home, the upset is the Packers are going to lose again in the, the first week of the season. Um, the spread is one and a half points, giving it to uh, the Vikings. They are going to cover it. The over under is 48. And I think we're going to go over that. And now we're getting to the games that are going to go over. A lot of overs now, I feel. So, yeah, Vikings steal this one. Up next, we got the Chiefs versus the Cardinals. Um the Chiefs kind of looking a little different without Tyreek Hill. Um, lose some other players too, but I mean, it's basically going to be majority a new um, receiving core for Patrick Mahomes. I think he could do it. Just give him some time and it's going to mesh very, very well for for him. As for the defense, they did lose Tyron Matthew, but I mean... This Chiefs defense is very interesting. They start off slow but play strong towards the end. But they um not the better end of defenses, I feel. They're always on the bottom half of the rest of the NFL, so that should play a role into this. As for the Cardinals, um Kyler Murray got paid, so he needs to show why he gets paid that much money. Um He's got Marquise Brown, who they used to play ball together out in Oklahoma. Yes, it was Oklahoma. Uh, D-Hop, though, is out for six games for suspension. But they got enough weapons on the offense that it's all right. James Conner is going to probably be the main, the sole back. So let's see if he could take on the number one duties for this offense. Um, yeah, um, very interesting team. The, uh, these teams didn't lose that much. I mean, Cardinals did lose Chandler Jones on defense, but I think their defense should be just fine without him. Um, other than that, they really didn't lose too much on each position. Ch- Chiefs lost mostly in the receiving realm. Um, Cardinals more, I want to say, in the defensive end as well, but I don't think it changes much. Um, but I feel like the Cardinals are going to win this one. Um they're putting them as underdogs. I got them covering four and a half points. Um, the over under is going to be 53 and a half points. I think we're going under that. I think it's going to be, uh, obviously it's, they're going to score points, but I don't think they're going to be scoring that much points to me. So I got under Cardinals winning. All right. We got the charges, the last game of the afternoon. Versus the Raiders. Um, both teams made improvements this offseason. Both offensive and defensively. Now the question is. Who made the better improvements? Who rose the stock a little bit more than the other? And it's got to be the Chargers. I think the Chargers just really went all in defense this season. And it worked out. Because they definitely got some game game changers on the defensive end they got jc jackson uh on this defense and Khalil mack so yeah th- this defense could be very scary um as in for the raiders um they end up getting Devonte adams on offense and chandler jones on defense so a lot more balance there for um the raiders but um these teams are you know essentially the same as last year, which are going to make some noise throughout the whole season. AFC West could possibly be the best um, division this year just because of the talent that's, you know, all over this division. But with that being said, they play each other right away. The fireworks are sure to happen. Um, Definitely going to be a close game, but I got the Chargers winning this one by a three-point spread. 
I just think early on you're going to see that that new change from the Chargers just click right away. So I think that's what we're going to see in this game. Definitely going to be close, but those defensive pickups are going to show very, very early, I feel. Um, the over-under is 52. We are going under that, ladies and gentlemen. We're going under that. Um, yeah, Chargers win. Up next, we got the Sunday night game. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Dallas Cowboys. Mike Dallas Cowboys. Let's see if we can actually play good ball for the whole season. I got high hopes for them, but at the same time, just as the season plays out, there's always like what happened moments. Like why <laughs> we should be better than that moments. That's the life of a Cowboy fan. So. So those that yeah. 100% to oh, snaps. We got to add that kind of messed up everything right now. Sorry about that. And we got the Buccaneers. Tom Brady went to retirement, then a month later came back out of retirement. So, um, yeah. They did get some pickups as well for the Buccaneers. But it comes to the point where they they got pickups that I feel like don't really affect the team to the to a certain extent like yeah they got julio jones but he's kind of digressing right now regressing my my bad but um they already got a stacked receiving um core already you know where adding julio jones like yes that's a big deal but at the same time um you can't have them all at the same time on the fields so you gotta like switch one for like julio jones in certain formations and things like that but I mean, as a whole, Buccaneers' um, offense stays pretty much intact. They did lose um, some, I want to say, a tackle from the offensive line. I want to say it was Trask. Trask? I want to say so. and Because he, he ended up going to the Bengals. So we'll see if that plays a role into the Buccaneers. Because... You know, Tom Brady's up there in age, and he needs the protection, so they got to rely on offensive line a lot to produce that. So, you know, but they still got Leonard Fournette, who's a beast. Um, Defense is still the same, I feel. Um, Definitely could be a top top defense contender. As the Cowboys, (coughs) we got rid of Amari Cooper, so C.D. Lamb could be the number one. Um, Gallup is supposedly going to be the number two once he's back in healthy. Uh, Pollard could be playing the slot a little bit more. So that should be very interesting. We've got Zeke back there. Um, a lot of people think he's done. <laughs> I think he just kind of switched up his role. He is a pass blocker when it comes to backs. I like how he, how he blocks, but he can still run the ball, I feel. I think you should have a resurgence of a season this year uh, because, you know, a lot of people aren't looking at Zeke like that no more, so he's going to surprise some people. Um, but the weak point of the Cowboys right now is their offensive line. Um, it's not how it used to be. Um, already lost a former Pro Bowler in uh, Tyron Smith. Um, so I wasn't sure if he was Pro Bowl last year because he was injured a lot last year, so... There's that. Zach Martin's really our foundation of the line. Everyone else is kind of trying to get on par to Zach Martin, which is very, very hard to do. So new faces on this line and um, a lot of growth that this line needs right now. As for the defense, very bend, don't break um, type of defense. Looking to get turnovers, looking to get sacks. And I, I like that style of play. They know the personnel they got on defense. Um, as long as they stay to their assignments and do w- well with pass rush, they they can they could create those turnovers again like they did last year. You know, I I, I like what I see. Um, of course, I'm going with my boys. Uh, we are the underdogs, and they're giving us one and a half points. Um, I think we'll cover that, obviously, because since I'm picking the Cowboys to win, the over and under is 50 points. We are going over that, ladies and gentlemen. We are going over that. Cowboys win first game of the season. 
Finally, we got the Monday night game. We got the Broncos versus the Seahawks. Russell Wilson playing against his old team. This should be very, very interesting. Um, Seahawks, honestly, I feel like they are going to be a rebuilding team for the next few years. I'm seeing bottom of the barrel team of this season. Uh, Geno Smith is going to be starter for the, for the Seahawks. I don't know how that's going to fare. Uh, Seattle's offensive line needs improvement. Um, with that being said, there's there's potential in Rashad Penny as long as they give him the touches and he's healthy. I think he could produce as a running back. That's what I feel. DJ Metcalf got paid, so he's going to be um, their main receiver there for a while. Tyler Lockett is actually still there too, so Gino got some support. They got some big plays. It's just this offensive line definitely needs improvement. And saying so with the defense for the Seattle Seahawks, it's definitely in rebuild mode as well. So we we shall see how the Seahawks play out this rest of the season. As for the Denver Broncos, having Russell Wilson on your team is a big, big boost offensive and defensively. Natural born leader. He knows how to get the whole team behind him and to produce. Um, just speaking offensively now, uh, I think it just changes the Broncos of who they are to the top. Like that, This is why the AFC is one of the toughest divisions this year because you don't know who's going to be on top of that division by the, by the end of the season. And it very well could come down to any of those four teams. So we shall see how everything plays out. Um, I got a lot of good things coming from Broncos land. I had Jerry Judy is should break out this season. Sutton should break out this season. William uh, Javante Williams is going to have a full on breakout season. Everyone's having breakout seasons uh, on the Broncos right now. Um, I think the weak part of the Broncos offense though will be their line. But Russell Wilson has already dealt with um, Jakey Lyons before, so he could still win behind them. Uh, as for the defense, I still have good hopes for this defense as well. Should be good. Um, I got the Broncos winning. They're covering a six-point spread. Um, Over-under is going to be 43 points. We're going under, ladies and gentlemen. Under. But I got Broncos winning. That is it for my quick picks. It went longer than I wanted to. But this is the first season of the NFL. So I got to kind of catch everyone else up with all things football. So, yeah, um, we're back. We're back in motion. Uh, the buds are back in town. Um, we're going to be producing a lot, a lot of content for y'all. You know where to catch us on major platforms podcasting platforms we're always going to be there new episode weekly almost daily but definitely weekly we're coming at this thing again and we're just producing content for y'all share with your friends conversate with us do what you want but we are here to stay i'm spudden mcgee um buds and sports catch us next week or catch us when we do our DraftKings lineup very very soon Yep, yep. I'm out.